This is the incredible story of a handful of music fans based in the UK and Germany who innocently wanted to share music on social media. And within just a few short years, they had turned the online community into a fully-fledged grassroots internet movement. The group are currently in the process of reshaping the UK rock scene. Using people power, they helped bring in a new wave of classic rock. Rock and roll is dead. I'm sorry, I just get... You've got a lot of things to say, why don't you just say them? I don't mean to be controversial. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. The sound age. Zero budget. No music business degrees. No music industry experience. The accidental rock heroes of this story started a Facebook group called The New Wave of Classic Rock in 2017. At current count, it has just over 20,000 members. If you live in the UK, you've probably seen some of the new names in the top 20 charts over the last few years. Those bands are promoted and celebrated in this group. See, unlike a lot of the music industry, there's no hidden motives, no hidden scams to make money or get subscriptions. Now these were legitimate music fans who just liked new rock music. And at this stage you're probably thinking, so what? There are tons of Facebook groups, plenty with more members than that. What makes this group any different? Well the difference is, this group has achieved an organic rise in legitimate influence to the point where promoters regularly use the new wave of classic rock logo on tour posters because it helps bring numbers through the door. Radio stations big and small host new wave of classic rock branded programs because they draw ratings. Many bands and artists now refer to themselves as a new wave of classic rock act, treating it both as a whole new genre of music and also as a badge of honor, a sense of community. Early on in the group's existence, they designed New Wave of Classic Rock merch, with all proceeds going to charity. And we'll touch on this in a little bit. The New Wave of Classic Rock was a play on the popular 80s British movement called the New Wave of British Heavy Metal. Because of this, bands began to use the acronym NWOCR as a genre on their releases. And because of this, in 2018, Spotify officially classified New Wave of Classic Rock an actual genre on their streaming site. But with all movements in history, to get the ball rolling, it needed a success story, a flag bearer. Enter Lancaster five-piece rockers, Massive Wagons. The band had a perfect blend of old school status quo mixed with pop melodies and punk enthusiasm. Massive Wagons had been around for years, grinding away on the local scene, playing every gig they could get their hands on. Their fourth album, Full Nelson, was coming out in 2018. The album would change everything, both for the band and the scene rising below. Because Massive Wagons were about to enter the UK charts. Not in the 90s or the 80s, or the 70s, or the 60s, or the 50s. No, not even the 40s or the 30s. No. Massive Wagons, previously an uncharted band, flew to the UK Top 20, where it was surrounded by established megastars. 
And of course, there are many reasons for this and, and lots of people to credit for the success. None more than the band themselves, their loyal fan base who had followed them for years, and the label and the management working endlessly to, to spread the word and rise the profile. But there's no doubt that the Facebook group's rallying of its members to get a new wave of classic rock band into the charts was a huge contribution. And then it began to snowball. Three more bands, Chris Barris, Inglorious and Stonebroken, had begun to forge legitimate careers. All of them touring internationally with major headliners and being added to commercial radio. All of them celebrated and promoted by the group. In 2019, hugely popular UK rock festival Ramblin' Man Fair also jumped on board with the movement. Unofficially rebranding their rising stage, the new wave of classic rock stage, using the term in interviews and promotional material. They offered dozens of festival spots to new wave of classic rock bands, who would be playing alongside Heavyweights, ZZ Top, The Darkness and Extreme, The Cure. Rambling Man Fair has always promoted new music, but now the new wave of classic rock bands were working their way up the card, overtaking established and heritage acts on the bill. The rise was in full display at yet another popular UK rock festival, Steelhouse. The three-day event in Wales had just named its 2019 headliners. Saturday night, legendary UK hard rock band Thunder. Sunday night headliners, the world famous Thin Lizzy. And Friday night? Friday night's headliners were the new wave of classic rock's first top 20 selling act, Massive Wagons. Record labels were starting to see the rising tide as well. Earache Records, a legendary label known as the pioneers of grindcore and thrash metal, had released a limited edition vinyl totally dedicated to a new wave of classic rock bands. It completely sold out before its official release. Off Your Rocker Records then announced the new wave of classic rock festival, which had sold out months in advance. Another successful festival called Love Rocks was once a predominantly covers band festival. Now, it was being headlined by a new wave of classic rocks, rising stars, Chris Barris and The Bad Touch. The ball was truly rolling and new wave of classic rock was about to have another top 20 album. A Welsh band by the name of Those Damn Crows. Just two years earlier, they were relative unknowns playing local pubs to dozens of people. They were incredibly talented with commercially viable hard rock riffs and infectious hooks. And when they announced they were releasing their second album, it was immediately bolstered by the new wave of classic rock. Thousands of music fans became thousands of those damn Crows fans. And the band was top 10 in the midweek charts out of nowhere. Astonishingly, they held on to chart at number 14 in the UK. The band had a meteoric rise from being the support band at my band's Cardiff show in 2018 to the 14th highest selling artist in the entire country just over a year later. Their rise continued and they were added to main stage at Download Festival, one of the biggest festivals in the world. Then to prove it wasn't a fluke, Massive Wagons would go one step further with their fifth release titled House of Noise. Massive Wagons 
and now known as a top 10 selling artist. The pandemic came and crippled lives and livelihoods of many in 2020. It was especially tough for independent musicians. Without live gigs, many musicians lost their main source of income. Enter the new wave of classic rock. They would host a series of hugely successful webfests, giving bands and artists an audience to perform to and a greatly appreciated payday. By this stage, the Facebook group had become a rabbit hole experience for people. Countless stories of rock fans joining the group because of one band they heard and then finding a handful of new bands in the process. Dozens of musicians can in part credit New Wave of Classic Rock for helping them quit their day jobs. Many other acts have gained a sizable following, allowing them to successfully tour the nation. So what on earth did a handful of music fans with no previous work experience in music do differently than any other random Facebook group? Well, a lot can be considered right place at the right time, with a lot of new bands coming through. And it's true there were precursors to the current rise. Bands like The Answer and Blackstone Cherry found success well before New Wave of Classic Rock came into existence. But those bands did not cause an industry-wide swell in the local scene like the New Wave of Classic Rock. Maybe it could also be contributed to the group's hard work and dedication to continually post and talk about music until someone finally listened. As many musicians would attest, talking about music non-stop on social media does, does not make a movement. It's called spam. It was something else. Could be that catchy title that plays off the hugely successful new wave of British heavy metal, a scene that is still celebrated to this day. This did give a sense of familiarity to the everyday rock fan, but familiarity does not create influence. There was more to this wave definitely one of the smartest moves the group ever made was to print new wave of classic rock merchandise. T-shirts with the logo in bold right across the front. And then to sell these, not for profit, rather for charity, was an accidental stroke of genius. You see, people are unlikely to buy the T-shirt of a Facebook group, but they're very likely to support a charity. And when enough people wear the brand, they become walking billboards at festivals and concerts. Within a few years, almost every rock gig would have at least one new wave of classic rock t-shirt in the audience. And it became an icebreaker. Strangers would automatically be connected in the real world by something both of them were a part of in the other world, social media. A group of like-minded people with connections both online and in real life. This alone made new wave of classic rock more influential than similar online groups and forums but that alone is still not enough to make a movement. See, breaking into the music industry can seem like a, an impossible journey. The opportunities are few and far between. The competition is insanely fierce, and in the end, no matter how talented or hardworking you are, 99% of it comes down to luck. Success in music is, is a story of David and Goliath. David and Goliath stories are often told in movies. They help to give the audience a sense of hope. Hey, if they can do it, so can I. But David and Goliath stories are rarely found in the real world. We learn from a very young age that the rich keep on getting richer. 
the powerful play by different rules, and that nice guys finish last. Life sucks. What are you going to do? But the rise of the internet meant we now also belong in another universe. A universe where distance is not calculated in miles or kilometres, rather in degrees of separation. Who you know becomes how many you know. The web is full of stories where groups of like-minded strangers were motivated to rally towards a single cause. Causes big and small. Sometimes they're just a bit of fun, like in, like in 2016 when the internet rallied together to name a scientific research vessel a Boaty McBoatface. Sometimes these groups rally for the wrong reasons, like just this year when the Trump supporters stormed the US Capitol. The internet gave rise to important cultural change, like the Me Too movement. Recently, a group of Reddit users and internet gamers brought down multi-million dollar hedge funds and Wall Street to their knees. And sadly, in America, the underfunded healthcare system has meant many sick children can't afford life-saving medication. But internet power, and a story that connects with people, turns into donations from complete strangers, sometimes in the tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that right there is the key. A story that connects. In the new wave of Classic Rock's case, the story is simple and effective. Music fans wanted to share new music. Many older rockers had been going to festivals for years, seeing the same headliners, the same mid-card acts. The older crop of bands were still great, but they weren't getting any younger. And radio was still playing the dinosaurs of an older generation. So it was easily assumed there were no new great rock bands. And then, all of a sudden, the new wave of classic rock t-shirts appear. And the logo is on the tour poster. The strange new name of radio programs. What is the new wave of classic rock? The hashtag on social media, NWOCR, sharing younger bands filling live music venues. The Spotify end-of-year wrap-up meme that tells you exactly how many hours of new wave of classic rock music you have listened to. And then word of mouth. People going to gigs and saying, have you heard of the new wave of classic rock? All of this set off a spark. See, old rock is great. It will live on with rockers forever. But new rock is everywhere. It is world-class and it is looking for a stage to be heard. So that's the story of the new wave of classic rock. I wasn't asked to write this podcast, it's not a paid advertisement, but as of today, this is not a complete story. Right now this movement is growing steadily and has genuine influence, but in order to make a movement have long-lasting change, it needs to cross over to new audiences and bring in fresh new faces. If one of the success story bands breaks through to the more mainstream mediums, then obviously that would help. But word of mouth is powerful. So if you haven't already, go join the New Wave of Classic Rock group. Let them know this podcast sent you and be active in the community. Invite some like-minded friends. Most importantly, share new music. And when you go to a gig and, and take a photo of a New Wave of Classic Rock band, use the hashtag NWOCR when posting about it. This is how we make a movement. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Sound Age. There's so much more I could have talked about in this episode, but I'm going to be posting it on social media at The Sound Age on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. I'll be mentioning all the bands and the, and the record labels that were mentioned in this episode. So please go check it out there and let me know what you think. And I'd love to hear your opinions. So till next week, rock and roll.